Hello and welcome back to Tell Me More Rodney. I hope everything is going well in your world. I think we have something, um, I think I have something special for you uh, today or this evening or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Thank you. I want to appreciate you so much for your attention, your time, and, and even, like I always say this, your patience for coming back and spending some time with me. Um, well, I have a special, special guest for you. Uh, this will be our first guest for uh, season two of Tell Me More Rodney, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy a lot of what Mr. Ed Ushery has to say. Um, yeah, we're going to have some technical challenges, but that's just a part of uh, doing things online, working with people. But I promise you, if you stay with us and bear with me, uh, it's going to be worth your years. So uh, without further ado, Mr. Ed Ushery. All right. Hey, Ed, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. All right, good. I appreciate you coming in. I've been very selective with who I've uh, invited on the show, and I know you have wow. something something special to offer. So I, I wanted to to thank you first for for doing this, and and really really welcome you in. But the people are ready; they're they're tuned in. So I'm just gonna get going with the show and everything like that. So, uh, Mr. Ed, come to the show. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Again, my name is Ed Ushery. I, I am married. I got two wonderful daughters. Just had my first grandson, eight months old. So very happy about that. You know, and um, I've, I've been in real estate for a while. You know, I've been in now for probably about four years investing longer than that. Um, that's me. You know, that's who I am. And um, I love what I do. Okay. Hey, I think it got a little choppy on the uh, the the sound that the signal kind of went out a little bit, but we're not worried about it. Rodney's not even worried. I, I like the people. I like for everybody to know. I don't edit, and I give them the the absolute stuff right up front. Uh, so uh, I hope you guys heard that. Now you did mention your daughter and a grand um, a grandbaby. Do, do you mind sharing the names uh, of, of that young grandbaby with us? Absolutely. His name is Jeff. Junior Jeff Davis Junior. Um, again, he's four years, four you know, four months old. You know, and uh, his mom, who is my daughter, is named Jocelyn Jocelyn Davis. Uh, she's also in real estate. She works for a new home builder. And okay. uh, then I got his his dad. Of course, his dad is uh, Jeff Senior. Okay, so yeah, it's like a little family affair with with real estate in your family and everyone, um, you know, as a team and everything like that. So let's let's talk about uh, on this episode. We're kind of talking about new home sales and uh, new construction and kind of uh, for real estate agents who've transitioned from new home from general real estate as as I like to call a independent uh contractor or independent agent to a home builder how how is that how was that transact transition for you you know um when you say transaction it was a true trans you know transition you know what i mean yeah. it was uh it was different you know when you're an independent agent you know your time is your time you know and when you're going from an independent agent over to a new home side of the world you know, you're, you're, you're essentially going back to a nine to five, you know, nine to five really is, it could be nine to 10, <laughs> yeah. you know, it could be, it could be nine to whatever, but you're going back to a time where, you know, your time becomes a little bit more taken than what it used to be, you know, when you were, when you were an independent agent. Um, the other thing for me is, 
this may sound a little different, but your sales strategy become more refined. Okay. Um, because when you are an independent agent, you're looking across the six specific neighborhoods. You're looking at different type of houses, what different builders or independent people are selling. When you go to a new builder, your sales strategy becomes a little bit more refined because you're in a neighborhood, you have a certain amount of inventory, and you have to know everything it is about that inventory that you're trying to sell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, you got to know a little bit about you know, the, uh, the neighborhoods that are within the area as well. So it becomes a little bit more refined than what it is when you are, you know, uh, an independent agent, you know, also, you know, you're going from, you know, your initial focus being a buyer's and a seller's rep, you know, with private sellers and you're moving over to uh, a new home sales professional, right? That's a little bit different. And what I mean by that is the culture is going to be a little bit different. You know, okay. the way that you conduct business is going to be a little bit different than what it was when you were an independent sales agent. Okay. You know, um, and, and let, let me let me let me let me zoom back on that a little bit because you, you just took me somewhere and, and, and I want to go further. Talk to me. Uh, I mean, I, I mentioned this on uh-huh. an episode back in um, I think it was season one about, you know, when you're working in new home sales as a sales agent, you're meeting, you know, five to six to seven, sometimes 10 people a day. How versus, you know, meeting a client one-on-one and spending some time with them and you have like this relationships, oftentimes they're referred and I know new home sales get referred, but you know, your people are kind of walking in and they're like, hello, my name is buyer this, and you're meeting them for the first time and you're establishing that relationship you know, pretty quickly. Uh, how how did you do that? How was that? You know, versus general real estate working in a, in a sales center. How was that transition? You know, um, again, it is a transition. What I did was I immediately started everything towards getting to know the individual, asking questions, open ended questions, understanding what makes that person tick. What are they looking for? What problems are they trying to solve? Right. Um, and when you start open asking those open-ended questions, it gets them to start the talk. And that helps you build the relationship with every single person that comes into your, to your model. You know, so, you know, which is a little bit different. <clears throat> you don't have, you know, that one person that you're meeting on, <clears throat> excuse me, ongoing. You know, you have individual people. So it's all about open-ended questions. It's all about, you know, getting them to talk more than what you talk. Sometimes you got to be quiet and you have to listen to them and see what they're you know, what problems are they trying to solve? Why are they looking for a new house? You know, mm-hmm. and um, you can see four and five and six people a day, you know, and sometimes, you know, it, it's quite a bit, you know. OK, yeah. And and managing all of that. I mean, we're, we're you know, we started talking about, you know, uh, the transition from, you know, general real estate to new home sales. What are what were some of the challenges you saw? Did you have any issues doing that? Was that difficult for you? How, how was that for you? Um, again, you know, when you're doing, when you're a single agent, you know, everything there is about that one person, because you've established that relationship with that one. One of the difficult things when you become a new home sales agent and you're meeting with multiple people, you know, in the course of a day and a week is that you need to know each and every individual, you know, almost on a personal basis. And sometimes you're talking about, you know, three, five, 10, 15 people in the course of a week. So you have to do a real good job with taking notes. You know, if you need to say something like, hey, look, somebody's dog is named a certain thing or somebody's kids to go to a certain school, 
you have to know all of those things and you have to keep those notes very well, you know, so that you're giving them that personal experience. It's going from one person to multiple. And sometimes that can be a bit challenging. So your CRM is extremely important in that regard. Okay. Now for my people who are kind of new, uh, tell us about the uh, CRMs and working with those. What is that? Your CRM is what you're going to use to keep a lot of the information about your clients. You know, you're going to have their address in there. You're going to have everything about what type of house they're looking for, what price range they're looking for. Um, you can have stuff in there like, okay, what's the, you know, what, what, area within the neighborhood. I had a couple of clients that wanted to have like corner lots or they wanted to be right by a water feature that's in the neighborhood. It's going to house all of that information about your client so that you can one, remember it, and then you can keep up with that person throughout the buying and the buying process. Okay. And we know like different builders, they use different uh, CRMs and those are customer relationship uh, management tools or uh, customer relation uh, software. Uh, it's basically some technology that they use to kind of help you, you know, put those notes instead of that old school system where you, you, you'd write the notes and have the, the note card and the information about them kind of like in a Rolodex. Uh, it's kind of taking that online. Now, speaking of builders, and I know uh, each builder is different now you've you've worked for several builders uh, throughout your career correct yes i have yeah absolutely i worked for uh two different builders and it's been over the course of two or three years okay okay and and what and i, I if i remember correct i know it was one was kind of what we say a small builder and, and by that yes. i mean not so many but you've also worked for the, the the big the big um national builders uh tell us the difference between the two uh for you and your experience how was that uh because not all builders are the same I, i've i've mentioned right, that right. in a couple of episodes how was how, how would you what did you see there at the, let's start with the small builders. What, what did you see mm-hmm. there? And then, and then we'll go to the big guys. The small builder, at least the one that I had experience with, um, it was more in line. They, you ran it like it was your individual business, right? I mean, um, the process that they had wasn't as refined. They didn't have a whole lot of things that um, they gave you in order to you know, make the sales. A lot of that stuff was brand new to them. Um, in that particular case, I was a single person, uh, in, in the, in the model home, you know, um, and shoot, even in that case, um, you know, the contracts that we wrote was on paper, okay. you know, um, so it was a, a lot. When I say less, it was still a very professional builder, you know, but it didn't have as many of the, of the, of the technical items that you would have in a, in a larger building. Okay. Okay. And, and then, so you're kind of a, a one person shop. You're kind of there working for yourself. Take me to the, the big national builders. W- what was that like for you going from a small builder where you're kind of, you know, your own person, <laughs> it's, it's your, your own, um, community, your own model home to now you're with the, the big guys, the, 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 the big builders. Uh, how was that going, that going, working with a big national company like that? Wow, it was it was it was definitely a step up. I mean, um, okay, you know, you're going from one, you know, one model home with one person in it. At least that's how I had it. Okay. Okay. And when you go to a a large builder, you can have three, four, five people in one, you know, one model home. You know, um, so that's the difference. You know, um, a lot of people say, okay, yeah, if you work for a particular builder, you know, they may think that you're in competition, if you will, with the next builder. But realistically. You know, you're in somewhat competition with the people that's within your own, in your own model home. 
Wow. You know, um, so, th- so that's the difference. I mean, another thing was, you know, when I was with the larger builder, there were certain things that we had to do on a weekly basis. As an example, uh, it was very big on cold calling. We had to make 50, 50 calls, cold calling calls in one week. What? And it was a quota that we had to do. Exactly. It was a quota. We had to do it. And again, we put that into our CRM where they can check it, you know. Um, okay. So that, you know, so you, so you have a lot more things from a national builder that you have to that you have to do that you don't necessarily have to do, you know, when you are a, uh, a single, you know, smaller, if you will, builder. You know, um, oh, the wow. CRM is extremely important with, you know, was a whole lot more important when I was with the national builder. They check it. You know, they make sure that you log in those calls, log in those meetings. You know, you have to see so many people in a week. You know, it's more established that way. You have to see, I think it was saying you have to see at least six or seven people in the course of a week. If you didn't have oh, that, wow. they give you a call and they ask the question, how come you didn't? So it was it was a lot more things that you had to do with a national builder, a lot more competition. Um, um, it was it was a step up. Yeah, I, I like what you said. It's um, and I think I mentioned that on the episode. You're you're it's not that you're necessarily competing against the other builders within the community. You're also competing against uh, or with the people within your own company, you know, there yes. inside the model home and, and and having something. So, I mean, that can get that can get challenging. That can get testy because, I mean, everybody's I mean, you're trying to manage all of these new customers that are, are coming through the door and. And returning uh, to there or coming back for other appointments, it's a lot. Uh, I want to ask you this question. Um, What do you what do most people not know about working in new home sales? If if you if you had to an opportunity to to say something to this listener who's who's listening to this episode for the first time and maybe they're thinking about going to work for a home builder, big, large or small. and by the way, people, when we say large or small, we're just talking about the, the number of closings, uh, how many right, uh, right. deals they're closing uh, per year. Um, so what 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 do you think most people don't know when, when you see new people come into the, the industry of new home sales? What do you think they, they don't know? You know, something that was very simple that was my ignorance. You know, when, when, you, when you think about going from an independent salesman to a new home builder, where do you get this, you know, this idea in your head that, all of these people are going to start coming to you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go out there and knock on doors or you don't have to go out there and make cold calls. You know, when I came to a new home and that's, 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 that's further from the truth. You know, um, when you get a new home, your marketing strategy is extremely important. You do have to knock on doors. Sometimes you do have to, um, you know, go out there and put stuff on the internet and talk to people. So it's not just about sitting in the model home and waiting for the tide to roll in. You know, mm-hmm. that's 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 not a new home build. You know, um, there's thing, you know, and it's a it's, it's it can be a very busy job. I talked before about how many you know cold calls we had to make. Mm-hmm. You know, we you know, we had to make that 50. You know, that, that's a lot, you know, yeah. and then coming up with uh, that week, weekend and week out, you know, coming up with those numbers, you know, um, it, it, it can be very busy, you know. And then again, you know, when you're an independent, you know, sales agent, you know, you know, your time is your time. When, you know, when you get to be a, a new home builder, your weekends are taken, you're there from, let's say, you know, nine or 10 o'clock in the morning and you might leave at six or seven o'clock at night and you're there yeah. every single day, you know. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a little bit different. You know, it's a lot of work. Um, it's just not about sitting behind the desk um, and everything is logged. They look at everything that you do to make sure you're maximizing your sales potential. 
Okay. So uh, it's, I mean, you're, you're really, I, I like to tell people, uh, you're really managed, uh, and, and some may say that's micromanaging, but you're really the, the numbers that they're watching all of these, um, metrics to, you know, kind of watch everything you're doing, making yeah. sure you're, you're doing those things right there. But how was the, you know, as far as the other management tools versus, you know, them kind of, you know, watching from on high, um, what else was provided for like someone, you know, going into this? How does someone like, you know, they, they don't have any real estate experience. How do, how do they learn how to do uh, a work in new home sales? You know, one of the things that was provided um, to a lot of the new people that was coming in is they team you up with a mentor, a trainer. And that trainer is there to teach you everything from marketing to how to utilize the CRM. Um, So there's a lot of that. Um, Another thing is, you know, especially with your larger uh, uh, builders, um, they have ongoing training, even though even when you get out of your training period where you have meetings that you have to be at. You know, and they're talking about anything from how the market is going to different things about that builder. Um, you know, knowing what that builder's competitive strategy is, competitive advantage is, you know, mm-hmm. knowing what sets them apart from other builders. Um, so they have a lot of those, uh, a lot of those as well, you know, yeah. and, you know, for the people that are that are coming in and for the people that have been there for a while as well. Okay. Now, now back to the, the sales floor, uh, what I like to call the garage. Um, yeah. you don't just have, you know, customers and buyers coming through. You have real estate agents that come through the door. You do. Uh, how, yeah, how, how was that uh, having, you know, been on that side? You know, you're kind of bilingual, as I like to say. You, you've we've worked in general real estate and now you're in new home sales. How was that? What did, what did you see when you saw the the real estate, your, your, your fellow realtors and those people coming uh, through the door? How was that working with them? What did you experience there? You know, one, it gave me an advantage because I, I, you know, I was, I was on their side at one point, you know, but then when you get over to the builder side, um, you have some of those agents that trust you, right? They they trust everything that you're saying, but then you have some that, that come across, you know, they, you know, knowing more than you, you know, and they, um, you're trying to go over what your, 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 your benefits are coming with that particular builder or going over what the reasons why they should come to that particular builder. And some of them, you know, they, 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 they're, they're, they're going at it from a point of, you know, <laughs> what are you saying that's trying to go against my client or you're not quite telling the truth or whatever. And, you know, and, 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 I, and I'll be honest with you, even though there's that 1% of, you know, sales professional out there in the new home side that could be doing things, 99% of them are not like that. Yeah. You know, the, you know, 99% of them are in it for the same reason that that real estate agent is in, but you have something to just not saying it that way. Yeah. You know, and you, you know, that's a little bit and, different, you know. And the, the thing is, you know, the whatever the negative thing is, it gets like all of the news. It gets all, it of does. The, you know, bad it news. It is just, you know, there can be you can be doing so many things right and good. And it's just like that one person who has like that bad experience. They suck up right. all of the headlines. I mean, they get the most they clicks. They get the most views. Uh, so someone told me, like, you, you got to tell more stories like of, of the nightmares in, in real estate. And I go, yeah, I, I guess that would bump the channel up but that's not definitely not what i'm looking for uh i mean there's another right, i guess you right. can go digest that anywhere but um talking about that with the the real estate community and them coming through the door and you know 
how do you, so you're trying to set expectations with both the real estate agent and the buyer. Have you ever seen those relationships where they're not that strong? Like uh, the buyer is not as trusting or connected to their real estate agent as probably they should be. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, you have those uh, agents sometimes who they don't have that personal connection with their buyer, right? And they're bringing them into the home um, in, in, in order to look at homes, you know. And, you know, what I try to do, what I try to do when I was to do home sales is not only am I trying to sell the benefits of the homes that I was selling, you know, there's actually, you know, a whole lot of benefit of that buyer having that realtor as an agent. You know, and and I go over that as well. You know, I go over and say, okay, you know, you know, this is why your agent is here in order for you know to check on A, B, C, and D to try to help uplift their relationship. Because if they don't have a good relationship, and you know how it is, Rodney, you know, just getting people on the contract is half the battle. You know, getting somebody all the way to closing, you know, it takes it takes everybody. You know, getting them to all the way to closing, right? I mean, so that relationship with the realtor and the buyer is extremely important. Yeah. You know, and speaking of that, you know, getting them all the way to closing, um, you know, normally in our real estate, you know, uh, transactions and deals, um, you know, you're you're under contract for about 30 to maybe 45 days somewhere in there, uh, just yeah. on average. Uh, but in new home sales now, I, you're having to maintain a relationship for uh I don't know. What's the longest you, you, you've had a relationship with the customer going from, you know, building a home from dirt all the way to closing to, to handle oh, the keys. Like what's, how long is that? Oh, you, I mean, you could take up for a year, you know, wow. I mean, it's what, what you're going to hear a lot is going to take between four to six months. Right. You know, but realistically, especially when you're looking at dirt sales, you know, it, it can take up for still like, you know, 10 months to a year, you know, yeah. so you're inside of this relationship for a while, you know, making sure that, you know, you're dotting all your I's and crossing your T's. And in between that time, the buyer's going through a whole lot because they also have to work through, they're getting their loans settled and all that kind of thing too. So it could take a while, you know, for you, before you get them to the closing table. Yeah. In new home sales, it can be a long-term relationship. I mean, you're, Absolutely. you're with someone and you're carrying their emotions as, as well too, mm-hmm. uh, all the way to the closing table and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's a lot depending, uh, on that and, and when working in that. Now, um, I kind of wanted to, I always kind of ask this question. Um, would you, would you recommend someone go into new home sales or general real estate first? Tell me which one and tell me why. That's a good question. <laughs> and I'm gonna give you and I'm gonna give you my point of view. Okay. Um I think going into new home sales first is important. Let me tell you why. Okay. Um what new home sales did for me was to help me establish those processes I needed to do in order to make sales. Right. It, 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 it helped me with establishing the relationships. It helped me, like I had said earlier in the call, you know, making sure I'm doing those cold calls. If it's 50 a week or whatever the case may be, it taught me how to, you know, better utilize my CRM. You know, it, it taught me about how to, you know, use marketing, whether, you know, you're using Instagram or Facebook or sending out, you know, mail, um, whatever the case may be. It taught me all of that. Right. And, and, and it, they, they bring you in from the ground floor if you don't have, that level of experience. 
when you switch over to an independent agent, you may not have a lot of those processes in your head. And let's face it, I know we got brokers that they, they want to help their people out, right? But then yes. some of these brokers have a lot of people, right? And they can't give all the attention to that one sales agent all the time, not the level that they really need. You yes. know, um, although they care about their people, I'm not saying that they don't, but they can't give them that personal you know, treatment every single time. Coming from a new home builder, learning those strategies will help you when you become an independent agent, when you don't have somebody breathing down your back. It takes a lot of self-determination in order to make it work as an, as an independent agent. You know, yeah. so that's why I recommend going from new home sales first and then going to the agent. But it okay. benefits both ways. Okay. No, no, nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, another uh, thing came, that popped into my head, uh, what, what were some of the challenges that, that, you, that you faced uh, working in, in new home sales? I kind of asked that question a different way, but I, but I want to bring it back to, you know, when you're having customers under contract and, you know, what, what, did, what did you see? What, what, what was going on in, in your world? You know, one of the, there's been a few challenges. You know, one of the things is it's um, a home is man-made, right? You know, man, mm-hmm. you know, and, and woman made, right? So it, you, it, you, you try to refrain from giving, obviously, an exact date on when something's going to be done, right? Because okay. stuff happens, right? You know, when you're building a home, you know, material can be late. Um, things happen, right? So some of the challenges you have is making sure you, you keep that, you know, that customer, that client engaged while you're going through the build process, knowing that there's hurdles that's all along the way, you know? So that's one of the challenges that, that you have your, when you're in the new home side, you know, okay. a, another challenge that you have is, is managing um, overall emotion. You know, I mean, um, sometimes that there's not opportune time for the, uh, for the buyer, you know, to go into the home. dangers. It can be something as simple as that. You know, and trying to manage that, saying, okay, look, during this time frame, you kind of want to steer clear. We got some dangerous, you know, items that are going on in the, so managing that, you know, can be, you know, somewhat, you know, challenging when you're, when you're in the new home side and just the overall paperwork side. Yeah. So, so that's, when, you know, when, when you, you're a new home sales agent, you know. Okay. So you, you were saying when danger, I, I want to make sure I, I explain that to my audience. You're talking about when a home is under construction, there's, there's mm-hmm. wood framing, there's tile being, I mean, under you're, you're, okay. You're, you're talking about all of those things. Yeah, I'm talking about all those things. I mean, you're going to have nails on the floor. You're going to have, you know, uh, sheet rocks getting put in, you know, things like that that, you know, can be a little bit of more of a, a dangerous area, especially when you got a lot of people coming in that have little kids and things like that. So that's, that's what I'm speaking of. Okay. No, 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 that's good. I, I just expand. I just like to, you know, cause you know, I know someone's listening is going to say, what is it dangerous? And I, I just want to make sure no. <laughs> they, they understand you're, you're, you're referring to the home that's being built, the home that's, uh, un, you know, currently under construction. Well, their home that is being built and it's, it's under construction yeah. and things like that. Right. Now t- talk to me a, a little bit about the team. Like, like it's not just you, you're, you're selling these homes, but what's out there in the community? Who, who all's out there in the community with you? Right. Okay. So, you know, we talked before about, you know, especially when you get to a larger builder and some small builders as well, you're going to have other sales professionals in the model home with you. Right. Um, so you have, you know, them there, but you also have your construction, you know, managers that are going to be out there. You know, they're the ones who's overseeing, you know, the, um, you know, the homes, you know, getting built. Um, what we had on the larger side of the business is we also had land, you know, those, the, the land team, they're the ones who's not only going out there, finding the land. But these particular people here, at least where I was at, they're the ones who are establishing like the, uh, the amenities, you know, the swimming pools and stuff like that. That's going to be in the neighborhood. That's going to be something different than, 
you know, the construction team, you know, and then also what you have is, and a lot of the, you know, the builders have this, you're going to have your, your, um, you know, you know, the financial side of things, you're going to have your, um, you know, the banks, the lenders who are going to be, you know, giving the, uh, the resources to the buyers, you know, they're a part of your team as well, you know, so it's a pretty large team. And then in some cases, not all, um, you know, you're going to have your, your marketing team as well. Um, but, but, you know, you only see that, you know, selected far and few between. Okay. So Ed, for my, for that person who's listening to this, this episode, listening to this conversation, um, that is currently working in new home sales and maybe they're frustrated. Maybe they're thinking about giving up. Maybe they're thinking about leaving. What, what would you tell them? Um, give it another day. Um, as you do things every single day, you give it your all and every, that next day or that next month is going to be that much better. It takes a while to understand your processes. It takes a while to build up your clientele. Um, give it your all and keep putting one footstep in front of the other. Just like every other thing that you do, it gets better over time. You know, oh. so it, I, I say stick with it. You know, don't give up. Um, and really find that one or two people that you can trust, that you can talk to, that can be your mentor, that can kind of keep your motivation going. You know, um, that, that's extremely important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there, there are a lot of, uh, negative, you know, it's easy to find a negative person, you know, it's always like yeah. super easy exactly. to find like a, a negative person right. and someone to, uh, you know, have a, a pity party with and, and, and anything like that. Now, one thing I want to do, I want to do a little housekeeping because when we first got going on this, Ed, you were talking about your, your daughters and you were talking about that grandbaby and the signal got a little choppy and I am not going to close out, uh, this episode without uh, us talking about that grandbaby. That's, <laughs> now, that was that's your yeah. first grandbaby. Yes, yes, okay, give us, yes, give us the full name and everything about this grandbaby. Okay, his name is uh, Jeffrey Davis Jr. He's, he's okay. four months old. Um, he is the world to me, I'll be honest with you. you know, it's, and and I'm, I'm on that grandparent side, man. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. You know, but yeah, he's, he's four months old, man. And he's... Uh, you know, it's it's real it's real fun watching somebody progress in life, yeah. if you will. You know, watching them going from barely being able to hold up their head to now they can sit up, and it's just a wonderful thing. But yeah, he's uh he's everything. Yeah, yeah, I I, I noticed you guys are doing a lot of babysitting and everything like that. We are, and, and yes. I know I know that's fun and everything like that. So, uh, when did you say uh, when's when's his birthday again? How how old is the baby? You know, <laughs> crazy enough, he's four months today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's four months today. You know, so yeah, that's that's uh that's uh he was born four months ago today. Yeah, so he still has that new car smell. Oh, he do absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, and everything that comes with it. Trust me. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, it, it's exciting uh, uh, it seeing yeah, it seeing is. that journey. I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so happy Thank for you. the whole family. I'm serious. The whole family is that's a new thing for everyone, and and, and I'm super excited. Uh, anybody you want to give a shout out to before before we leave? This is your opportunity. They're gonna hear the episode, so okay. if you don't want to get okay. hit in the head by anybody, you'd better think of them now. You know, look, hey, I want to give a shout out. I got a daughter. Her name is Jocelyn Ushery Davis. Uh, she uh, she currently works for a uh, a builder um, okay. out in uh, in Tomball. Um, okay, shout out people. Jocelyn. Shout out Jocelyn. You know, absolutely, she's been in the real estate game a little bit longer than I have, even. You know, so shout out to her. 
Um, hey, you know, I got to if I don't say my wife, Felicia Ushery, I'll be in some trouble, <laughs> you know, because uh, she's also a realtor. You know, in fact, uh, her and myself and my daughter, Jocelyn, was on a team together, you know, at first oh, nice. called the Ushery team, you know, so all three of us are, are realtors. So I, I want to give a shout out to her as well. So, you know, uh, uh, yeah. And my other daughter, I got a younger daughter named Brittany. She's a teacher, you know, doing a wonderful job. You know, you got to give a shout out to the teachers out there. Yeah, yeah, job, you have to. Right? That's a tough job. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I want to give a shout out to my my my, my youngest daughter, Brittany Ushery. So, yeah. okay, Ed, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for being here. I'm, I, I want to tell you this: you're a beautiful human being, and I really thank do you. appreciate you for coming on. You're, you're my first guest for season two. I, I, I'm excited. You can you can hear my smile, right? You have to be Absolutely. able to hear. It. <laughs> thank no, you. I, I appreciate it, Rodney. You're a great person, man. You do a wonderful thing. You know the business more than most people out there. <laughs> trust me. Um, so it's an honor. I mean, you know, I, it's an honor, man. You know, to be on here talking to you, and I learn from you every single day. You know, I do. So I appreciate you. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Hey, you, you gotta, you gotta text me a picture of the grandbaby and everything. I will do I'm just, that. I'm, 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 I'm practicing being a, a grand. Uh, I'm not rushing it now. Uh, I don't yeah, want rush son, it. I don't want my son to hear this. Uh, but right. I, I'm practicing through you guys, and I'm, I'm enjoying okay. that experience. And Absolutely. if there are any grandparents or people who are maybe getting to that phase in their life that's listening to the show, uh, congratulations! Shout out all the grandparents that are out there. So, uh, Ed, thank you so much for being on the show Absolutely. Have I, a I, I enjoyed being here and then uh, yeah you take care all right have a great one bye-bye all right bye-bye <laughs>